lovely to see you. Here we are, May the 23rd, and this is Pentecost Sunday, the day when the church celebrates its birth, and also the church celebrates the giving of the Holy Spirit. For all of you guys who are joining us on Zoom, on Facebook, on YouTube, it's really, really good to have you with us, and the guys catching up on podcast, it is also really, really good, and thank you for joining us today. Shan. Yes, welcome and joy everyone. That's what I've got on my heart is absolute joy. And I'm going to say welcome, Swadika, bonjour, um, let me see what other ones, Morida, um, Nihal. Those are the only words I know that say hello in different languages. Do you know what? It was wonderful to watch Eurovision last night and challenging the sort of, the sort of look of Russia. Um, absolutely brilliant to see the joy of nations coming together for celebration and it is that hope that we've got and joy so what i would like you to do as we listen to our first song what are you happy for what is joy is what joy has been brought into your heart this week how can you celebrate and we want to celebrate with you the small things the big things all the joy that you've had this week so our next song or our first song rather here for you Welcome, welcome, look who we have on keyboard, Kieran. <laughs> we bless you, Father. We thank you that we can worship you. We thank you, Father, that we can worship you together. I haven't worshipped with Kieran for a long time, and it's such a blessing. Wonderful. Let your word move 
you know, God, we really do welcome you in this place. And I just know, thank you, Jackie, for that. I'm just in this moment of sort of just praise and worship myself. You know, thank you, God. You are welcome in this place. And wherever you are at home, God is with you. God is welcomed in your place. Just open your hearts. And I just thank you. Some of the things that have come up, come up today is praise and worship. You know, we're just thankful for praise and worship. Praise and worship is not just songs. It's lifestyle. It's everything. And we can give praise and worship no matter where we are, even when we can't sing, but we can give praise and worship. We are thankful for our Christian family. Do you know what? Families are so important, but having our Christian families, our Christian spiritual mothers, fathers, our children that we look after, just having those family members in our Christian family supporting us as we go through life, for vision, for our eyes, for clarity, but you know what? Spiritual vision as well. Thank you, God, that you give us spiritual vision. For our friends at this time, as everything is changing again, we're entering a new season with different things, with restrictions being eased and lifted, we just pray for our friends that they are brave at this time. Time. For me, time is lovely. Time off. Time to rest. Time just to sort of restore ourselves and refocus and just sort of be where we need to be. A time we're thankful for the protection of God's kingdom, God's earth, the, the fullness of the earth and everything that God has given us. For the angels that protect us and be with us. I think my angels must work an awful lot and must need overtime and maybe danger pay at times. But you know what? Thank you, God, that you have given us given us angels and working the spiritual realm to protect us. And do you know what, I just, the thank, I just got this sense of just people are just thankful and full of joy for all that God provides for us. So Lord, we just thank you. We are truly thankful that we are full of praise and you are welcome in our lives to restore us, to heal us, to just bring us where we need to be. Thank you, God, for all the wonderful things you do in our lives. And we'll always do in our lives. Amen. Stephen. Amen. Thank you, Shan. Uh, just one more uh, little chat that's just come through. Um, we're thankful for the love of everyone and for our health. And Amen. also means that we're thankful for our families. So bless you. Thank you guys for all your things to be thankful for. You know, last week we introduced, or actually it was the last chat with Shan and the first chat with Nana. And uh, so that was like the, the great handover between the two giants of faith. So today we're going to have our very first, well, well, that's the second one, but the first one on our own, chat with Nana. Bless you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Chat with Nana. And today I have got the lovely Paul with us. Um, I'm sure most of you know who Paul is, but I'm going to let him introduce himself and also tell us a bit about his Christian journey. Over to you, Paul. Thanks, Nana. Well, thanks for inviting me to talk today. Um, my name's Paul Kitto. I was brought up in a Christian home, um, and I have a brother, Andrew. Uh, I became a Christian fairly early in my life. Um, I did, wouldn't say I became really serious about my faith um, and by that, I mean, I, I sort of hid under my parents' faith, you know, in my early years. But when I left home and 
went to make a life for myself, I realised that I needed my own relationship with God and I sought him uh, more deeply. Uh, and yeah, I, I, he's never let me down. He's such a faithful God um, through all the ups and downs in life. I think I went through um, a little bit of a tricky time in life when I actually moved to Kruger and I, um, my first marriage broke down quite early, which I found really difficult to deal with. Um, I had all the questions of, you know, um, just feeling a lot of shame and guilt and thinking, oh, how, how on earth is anyone ever going to want to be with me having been through a divorce? Mm. But, yeah, when I came to Kruger and I got settled into the church, thankfully Simon and Jackie invited me along to start with. And, yeah, I was there for a few years and got to be friends with Tanya. We were friends for a little while. And then we realised that, yeah, it was so much more than that. And, God, I mean, the both of us, we, we often talk about it, the fact that when we were on our own, we had our prayer request to God. And in in each of us, God's answered our prayer requests. It's, it's, we're so thankful for each other. We're, I think mostly... We're thankful for the fact that we can pray together and that's a real blessing to us. And yeah, I, I'm really grateful for all that God is, has done and will do in the future. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think um, for most people who are born to Christian parents, mm. uh, we all kind of sometimes, as you said, we all kind of um, at times follow like, going your parents to church and um it's when you come to understand what it really means that's when Mm. you actually find the value in what Mm. you are actually believing in yeah yeah and obviously we've had the pandemic Mm. things have obviously people have found positive and negatives how has it been Mm. like for you how have you found the pandemic um well my to start with it was fine. I mean, it, to be honest, it didn't change for me at all, really. Only the fact that I had to wear a mask at work. You know, I was very fortunate not to be furloughed. And I've, I've worked right the way through. Uh, I guess towards like the second lockdown, I was a little bit resentful of people that were on furlough because they were getting like 80% of their <laughs> wage for sat doing stuff around the house. and. Yeah, we took on quite a big project when we moved to our house at the moment. And so um, over the period, the longer the pandemic went on, I think I became a bit more overwhelmed because I was working really hard, probably, yeah, doing more than I ever have done before, but not feeling like I'm actually getting anywhere, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I... I was, rec- I recognise in myself after you um, talked to me about this, that you know about the questions and just think mulling things over over the last year that I I could have started to spiral into a negative attitude. I mean, yeah. I may not be the most positive of people or come across that way, but I I I don't like to be thinking negative all the time, but with the busyness of life and just feeling like 
and I didn't have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could, I became quite negative. But on a positive side of lockdown, last Christmas, I um, wanted to learn more about bees because I was really keen on honeybees. Oh. And so I did a course, the theory part of it, just to learn more about them. And so this spring, I actually was, early, yeah, late last year, actually, it was that I got my first hive. But I, I always, I've always loved nature and I love the way that God speaks to us through nature. And I don't expect many people realise this, but there are quite a few pests and things that come after honeybees. And one of the things that, um, one of the problems that there can be with bees is, is called a varroa mite. Yeah. And God, as, as I was learning more about this, I actually felt God spoke to me about through this because a varroa mite will bury itself into a cell of a, when a, when a larvae is being developed in the, in the colony. And so, and what it does is it, one can turn into like five or six and they eat on the um, developing larvae of the honeybee that's going to hatch out. And God, the way God's talked to me was is the fact that that's much like our thoughts. You know, if we can become negative in our thinking, they can sort of spiral, spiral us down yeah. and multiply if we don't recognise it. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I was quite taken aback by the way that God revealed that to me. Amen. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, Nana. As I was listening to that during the week, as I was listening to the interview, there was a few things that um, it just spoke to me through that. And being out and about at the moment, I can certainly recognize that there has been a little bit of resentment, as Paul uh, rightly pointed out, between those who have had to work all the way through and those who have been on furlough. But guys, we have to remember this has been created solely because of the pandemic. This is not something that is natural to us. It is something that has almost been forced upon us. So for all the guys who have been working all the way through, and, and I must admit, I've one of those and sometimes I do think I look at other churches and other ministers who I know have been furloughed think gosh I wish I had been furloughed at the beginning <laughs> but God had a different plan so for all the guys who've been working all the way through we want to thank you we want to honor you but also for the guys who've been furloughed it was not a choice that you willingly had to make and it does bring attention and yes you may have been receiving 80 percent or 70 or 60 percent of your income but that does make a, a huge difference. So please, whatever you do, let, let there not be any resentment between those who've had to do something and those who have, have almost been forced to sit at home. So within that, we're gonna have um, a song in just a moment, which is Agnes Day. But what I would like you to do is, from Paul's interview with, uh, with Nana, what has spoken to you from that? Maybe it is something about resentment. Maybe you have been working all the way through and you find it difficult. Um, because there's no maybe appreciation coming through and you look at those who have been forced to sit at home and think like Paul maybe did gosh I wish that I was I had been told to do that but we want to be honoring to God we want to be honoring to all people so what what things have spoken to you through this interview so as we sing the next song pop them down in the chat and we're going to come back in just a moment and pray for those things so please get typing what things have spoken to you through this interview let's play a worship song Agnes Day Agnes 
interesting is listening to the comments that has come through here at church on the line everything else but one of the things I sort of pulled out from when Paul was talking at the very beginning when he was talking about perhaps shame through his divorce the struggles that he was going through and everything else was the fact that two people came alongside him and that is what's really come out in all this chat today and is everyone saying to not to be overwhelmed by life, not to be jealous of others, to walk and understand what others are seeing, to know what's going on, to consider the feelings of those around you, to appreciate that God speaks to so many dif in different ways to different people for different reasons. And I think a season of coming alongside people is just spot on. And somebody wrote this, and I'm just going to read it straight from here. And it says, encouraged by Paul's words, walking through as, uh, working through has had, a, has had a toil as everything seems harder, but it also allowed me to bless others who are struggling and looking for the positive, helps me keep my eyes on God and praise him. God's redeeming power in all this situation. It is not for us to judge. It is for us to come alongside, to show love, to understand, care and compassion. Yes, recognise our feelings, understand our own feelings, be self-aware, but to put them to one side and say, do you know what, God? You are in charge. You will speak to us. You will do what you want. So just close your eyes and just let God speak to you. Lord God, thank you. Thank you that you are a God that is just full of power and passion. That you are a God that cares for us. Help us to identify when we are jealous, when we are full of shame, when we are full of resentment and hate. Help us to put it to one side and recognise that other people are going through difficulties too, Lord. Help us to understand how our brothers and sisters and those around us, our neighbours, feel so we can be a good witness, the hands, the joy and the blessings in their lives, not the hindrances that perhaps the negative things will bring. So, Lord, we just pray a real fresh anointing on your people, on your, your servants, as they serve you and show a blessing and show your grace to all those around them. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Sean, can I just uh, have a couple of late um, mm. <clears throat> chats that have just come in, little comments. And they talk about negativity and the subtlety of negative thoughts and how they can impact our lives. And also the source that we get those negative thoughts also from. But it's the reminder that if we don't deal with those negative thoughts, yeah. they can. But like Paul was saying in his illustration about the mites or the bees, they grow into something much bigger and bigger. But a lovely comment from mm. Jane. Jane says, God asks us to fill our hearts and our minds with things that are good mm. and noble and honourable. 
So we need to thank God and we need to hold on to those yeah. things. Amen. Bless you. Yep, so now we're part B with Nana today. So chat with Nana, part B. Um, and what would you say gets you going? So have you got like a song, a scripture, or um, essentially what really, what really gets you going with your faith? Well, what's challenging me is stepping out. Yeah. Um, like Marcia sent me a text. Um, this week about you know if when we come back to church if we want it to be different we've all got to be willing to step out yeah and I, I found that that was a, a real challenge and uh yeah there's a song that I've listened to for quite some time that's you know meant a lot to me um it's called it's by a band called King and Country and it's called Burn the Ships yeah and it's basically about the things in our lives that hold us back. And um, Burn the Ships is about our future and, and about not giving us the option of retreat. Yeah. Only allowing ourselves to move forward, whether it be burning the ships of anxiety, fear of the unknown, yeah. um, negative thinking, shame, whatever you feel is holding you back from God's destiny for your life. And, uh, yeah, such a beautiful song. Bless you. Thank you, Paul. Um, we can't play the whole song, obviously, for copyright reasons, but just for the guys who have YouTube available, have a look. It's King and Country, and the song is called Burn the Ships. It is an absolutely beautiful song. So please, when you've got a few moments this afternoon or during the week, look on YouTube and just... Just sit back and relax and enjoy the song. So thank you, Paul, and thank you, Nana. Jude, it's over to you. Lovely to see you this morning. And you? you. I'm good, thank you. Arrived a little late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jude was a little late. What, did, what was the, you had a problem with your car alarm? Yeah, the car alarm wouldn't stop going off and we couldn't work out how to disable it. So it was very noisy, very loud and very stressful. <laughs> Especially for the neighbours. Exactly. They came over to help, actually, which was nice, but very embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> over to you, Jude. Good morning, everyone. It is so lovely to, to be with you all. And I just want to, um, even though there's uh, many of you that couldn't be here in the room today, we just want to just bless you and just release that sense of, you know, we're together as a family this morning. And, um, and just, you know, we, we've heard so many lovely things today. We've heard so much testimony of God's goodness. And, um, and again, that fantastic song, which sort of talks of another kingdom way of living. And again, it all just fits together beautifully with what I just feel has been on my heart to pray for this week, which has just been a phrase that God has been repeating uh, constantly throughout this last little while. And it is that there is a place beyond. And, um, you know, I've sort of thought about it and I've, you know, it's, it's come up in a variety of aspects and a variety of situations, but very much felt that the Holy Spirit's words to us today and things to pray for is that knowledge that there is a place beyond this current situation that we are in. And it is a place of victory in Jesus. It is a place of strength. It is a place of redemption, restoration. It is a place of hope. It is a place of heaven on earth. The kingdom of heaven on earth it is a place of revival of things that have died. It's a place of restoration, rebuilding, renewal and joy, great joy. And just a challenge in our spirits really to live from that place 
towards our present situation, to know that that is the outcome and for that to reframe everything that we currently sit amongst. So that's my prayer. So if you just want to join your heart with mine this morning, um, it, just, it just fits so beautifully with everything that Paul has said, uh, everything that's been shared so far, just that there is this place beyond what we currently sit in and God is calling us to live as a people of victory who live from that place towards this one. So let's pray. Father God, we just want to, we want to thank you. We want to thank you that there is a place beyond. We want to declare it over any situation in our lives that feels insurmountable, impossible, that won't change, that we feel stuck in. Father God, we just want to declare that place of victory over our current circumstances. We just want to say that the fullness of Holy Spirit revelation of God's love cannot coexist in the same place as fear and doubt and negativity. Father God, we just declare that God's love is greater, that you, God, our Father God, are greater than any current circumstance, situation or problem that we face. We know that obstacles and problems cannot be giants in the same place as when we are living in the victory that Christ brings us in his strength and not ours. Father God, we just know that offence cannot exist in the same place as the knowledge of the fullness of grace that is ours in Christ Jesus. We just declare that we believe that there is a greater joy before us than the present sorrows and struggles that surround us. We declare that there is a greater peace for us than any disquiet, unrest or negative emotions we might be carrying at the moment. We declare that there is a greater grace that overcomes all offence, argument and dissension and disunity. Father God, we pray and we declare that there is a greater connection than any disconnect or loneliness or feeling isolation that we are currently experiencing. We declare that God's love covers all sins and redeems us and gives hope. We just declare that there is a purpose over those of us that feel stuck or hopeless or are just lacking direction currently. We declare that we live from a place of victory and we declare that over our current circumstances. And Father God, we also say, and these aren't my words, I'm reading some better words than the ones that I had. We know that when we default to a response that is less than who Jesus is for us, it is the delight of repentance to restore us to that place of increase, the fullness of God that is our birthright, our inheritance as adopted sons into the family of God. We know that in the new covenant, we can only repent of failing to do what is right and in the nature of Jesus. We know that we just have to simply confess that we miss the opportunity to be Christ-like in some of the situations and encounters that have brought us down uh, and, and dragged us into a place of stress or worry this week. We just declare now that we repent of those things. We declare that we choose to live in the fullness of Jesus and we ask for the Holy Spirit to walk us through any process, any situation, any difficulty, any struggle to that place of triumph, which is ours because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. And so we just, we just join our hearts together, God, and we declare that you are bigger than all things, you are better than all things, that your love is greater, that there can be no giant or no obstacle that is greater than you. And we just, we just make these prayers in the name of Jesus this morning. We pray that your Holy Spirit fire will come afresh upon us as it is Pentecost. We pray that that fire would power us this week, that that revelation of your love and your incredible strength would be ours as a sure knowledge in our hearts this week. Father God, let that fire, let that presence of God fall on each one of us now and just fill us with that sense that you are so mighty and so powerful and so good. In Jesus' name, amen.
Over to you, Steve. Okay, bless you. Thank you, Jude. Um, we've got uh, the Upside Down Kingdom coming next. I recorded this uh, yesterday. Just to say, please, I know some of you guys have sent in words about the, the Upside Down Kingdom for the guys listening on podcasts and stuff. I'm glad that you can really, really um, enjoy it and join in. It's short and it's sweet. It panics a lot of people that I'm speaking in under five minutes. Uh, no less me, but uh, here we go. Here is this week's Upside Down Kingdom. So, you know, over the past few weeks, I've been giving you little snippets of what the Kingdom of God is like. But let me tell you one huge truth in all of this. The Kingdom of God is a spiritual reality that is outworked here and now. And that means right where you are as well. It's not simply a ticket to heaven or something that you do just to hedge your bets. You see, Jesus stood up at the beginning of his ministry and he said the Kingdom of God is at hand. He expressed a reality, a spiritual one. You see, when I believe in Jesus, that is, when I receive Jesus into my life, I also acknowledge his influence in my life. And this spiritual reality in my life is also available to each and every person who receives Jesus Christ as their Lord. It's like going to a doorway and you've been given a key to the door through Jesus Christ, through the cross, through the forgiveness. And that same forgiveness is available to everyone. But on the other side of the door, it leads me into heaven on earth. Not simply a place to go, but a way to live. Something that is right here, right now. So what does Jesus mean about this spiritual reality? Do you know, he says you won't see this by fanfare in Luke chapter 17. It's not one you'll see in the newspapers. Instead, Jesus makes this incredible statement. The kingdom of God is within you. It happens when the gospel is preached. It happens when miracles take place. and happens when people embrace the love of Jesus Christ. And that happens when he influences my life and works through me. To accept Jesus, to accept the kingdom of God, means to accept that God works through my life as well as in my life. Do you know, in Acts chapter 1, Jesus' followers, his disciples, his friends, are still waiting on a physical kingdom, still waiting on a place to go to. And they had seen Jesus die, they'd seen him raised from the dead. I mean, that was some achievement. Surely this would be the right moment. But no, actually, Jesus said, no, it's none of your concern when this will take place. But, and here is the but, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Simple. And this means that the Holy Spirit is the person and the power by which we serve and share the gospel. This also means that the Holy Spirit is something we receive. It is that childlike faith that Jesus talks about in John chapter 7. We need to receive it. And this means that when you receive it, you will know about it. We see that in Acts chapter 1 and 2. This life in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who walks with me and empowers me, gives me spiritual resources to live my life out in the kingdom of God. My spiritual life, my life here, right now, means engaging with the Kingdom of God and it depends on me staying close to Jesus, staying close to His mercy, staying close to His grace. But it also means walking in the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and remind you everything that I have told you. But the entry point, the key, is Jesus, the cross, forgiveness, restoration of relationship with God. You see, you and I are ordinary and normal people, yet God wants to engage with us. 
My life, my living, my desire to grow is empowered by God through His Holy Spirit. The lifestyle God is calling me into, the kingdom of God, isn't best served by my own skills and by my own character. You see, there's nothing that I can produce that God actually needs. But what he does is he gives me an invitation, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to sit with him, to walk with him, to see God's kingdom shine out around me and through me. And this Holy Spirit is not a fake. It is a genuine indication that God himself is still at work as he always has been. So my question to you is simple. You believe in God, you believe in Jesus, but have you received the Holy Spirit? And the promise that stands today as it did in the very first moment. Now let me pray for you. Thank you, Father, that you love to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. And so on this very special day, Pentecost Sunday, I invite you now, Spirit of the living God, to enter into each and every home of everyone who is watching this right now. I also pray for a renewed mobilization of Spirit-empowered mission, an outpouring of fresh confidence in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. This is Pentecost. God bless you. Do you know, thank you, Stephen, for that. And I'm just sort of literally thinking things over and what that means. As we listen to the next song, I would really like you to add your comments. What you, what's spoken to you through all that? Um, if you've got a comment, a question, what questions has it raised in your life? How has God spoken to you through that little bit of the Upside Down Kingdom? So as we listen to the next um, worship song, Holy Spirit, please add your comments, your thoughts about the Upside Down Kingdom today. Thank you. Nothing can compare your a living home Your presence I've tasted and seen Of the sweetest of loves Where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone Your presence, Lord Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere Your glory Nothing can compare your eyes. 
As we were just worshipping there and as we were just going through different things, God really sort of, the chats and everything else, heaven. Stephen mentioned heaven in the upside down kingdom. Our concept, and I have to teach this at school, the concept of heaven, it's a real place. No, heaven is in God's presence. And we are living at a time with, through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit, that we can be in heaven spiritually now, working in the reality. And we were just chatting here in church about how that reality is, God is with us in our grief. God is with us in our disappointments. God is with us and influences us in our negativity, in our positivity, in our happiness. That heaven is with us. God is with us. God is working through us in all things. In just our frailty as humans, God is with us. And the Holy Spirit that has been given to us to empower us and to lead us has just been there. And the key is accepting it. And often we don't accept it. Often we forget it's there. So we need to accept it. And someone said... The recognition through all this is I need God more. And we do. We need God more in everything. If we think we need God less and we've got it made, we've got it wrong. We need God more and we need the Holy Spirit more. Because heaven is where God is. And that's where we should be in the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. And I just thank you. I thank you, Stephen. That was an amazing upside down kingdom talk so yeah thank you Stephen over to you okay I just want to do uh, one thing before we we get towards the end of the service um, one of the amazing things one of the little details that often gets missed in when we we churches talk about and think about Pentecost Sunday is in Acts we actually read that the Holy Spirit the presence of God filled the room mm-hmm. before it actually filled people now, I know it might seem a little bit of a strange thing, but I actually just want to take a moment to pray for you, to pray for mm. where you sit right now. I pray that the presence of God actually fills yeah. the room that you are in. Um, because mm. sometimes we, we do, uh, when we're praying about ourselves and praying how the Holy Spirit, you know, just um, we need the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we often beat ourselves up with all kinds of rules and regulations and things, but actually it's just about receiving. Mm. But when the Holy Spirit actually came in that first instance, it said it filled the room and there was a wind and the fire in the room before it actually landed on the disciples at the time, before it landed on Jesus' followers. So what I would like you to do is just take a moment. Um, if you can, with me, just put your hands out like this, just uh, so we can receive from God. I just want to pray. So Father... We read in the book of Acts that when the Holy Spirit came in that first occasion, when the Holy Spirit came, it filled the room with the sound of a rushing wind and then there was flames that of, of, of licks of fire that were just descending and were landing on the people in the room. So Father, I want to pray right now. However we feel as individuals, however good, however bad, however indifferent, even through today's services we've been thinking about Um, negative things and things that can just just take us in the wrong direction father i pray that your holy presence i pray that your holy spirit just 
pours out in the very room that where we sit right now. We know that what you give is not fake. We know that what you give is real. So, Father, we are people who need you. We are people who need a continued sense of your Holy Spirit each and every day. So, Father, I pray again. Jesus, you said it was a promise from the Father and the promise would be given. And, Lord Jesus, we, we come to you now and we say again, Lord, would you just let us know the presence of the precious Holy Spirit in each and every room. Even where I sit right now in the church, where you sit right now in your house, um, in your room, whichever place that you are in, Lord, Holy Spirit, just come and just rest on us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. And bless you guys. Please do keep um, your comments coming through uh, through the service. We're almost finished here live in the church for today. Just one final thing we want to do is just to remind you of Malcolm's sponsored haircut, which is coming up um, soon. But just to remind you that you can give by putting cash in an envelope and dropping it into the church. You can, if you're watching this on Facebook and YouTube, and for those on Zoom, actually go back to, to YouTube and rewind back to the song that we just sung, which is Holy Spirit, and you will see the details of how to give. All we ask is whatever reference you use uh, and whichever way you give, write haircut, all right? Write haircut on the envelope, or if you're giving by bank transfer or giving by check, write haircut on the back of the check so we know exactly where it's going for. Or if you're giving by bank transfer and the reference, write haircut in that as well. But just to remind you, one little glimpse again, Malcolm, over to you. This is what it looks like. I'd like to have all my hair cut back to number four. I've been growing it since the first shutdown, so it's been over a year growing. I'm going to try and raise a thousand pound minimum for to be shared between Waken Africa and Be a Good Neighbour. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you for your compassion for both these organizations, and they do need your financial support and, and in all that we do. Before we close, if anything has spoken to you today and you need to contact us, please do so. If you have a Christian friend locally and you're not in our local area, contact your Christian friend. If you've got something, you know, you know if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, come and get praise. We would love to pray for you so that God's presence, God's Holy Spirit will just fill you. And if you are unable to leave your home, we will just pray for you that the Holy Spirit, that God will reveal everything to you. All that he is, all the blessings that he is. 
And I just pray this week, this coming week, as we say goodbye, that God's presence will fill your days, your evenings, your nights, your quiet times, your loud times, that God will be with you through the Holy Spirit and you will be blessed abundantly. So thank you for watching, everyone. Thank you for being with us. And if you need us, just let us know. Thank you. Bye.